Welcome everybody to another edition of the Neighborhood GM. Today we're bringing you something a little bit different. It's a new segment called the Round Table, where we bring the fan to the table. And our guest today is Sean. He is a Chargers fan. That note, I'm going to swing it over to you, George, to start us off. Yeah, I'm super excited for this segment. One, Sean, he's one of my best friends. He's a Charger fan. He's been a Charger fan for most of his life, although he was a 49er fan for a while. Then he just switched over for some reason. I have no idea why. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. You want to give a quick answer to that one, Sean, to why you made that real quick switch? Yes, real quick answer to that one. Uh, when I was a kid, the Niners were good. I didn't know any better, so I loved the Niners. <laughs> uh, as I got older and I started to learn the game a little bit more and I actually became a, a real fan where I could make wrong decisions, uh, I became a huge Tomlinson fan. The Chargers happened to draft him, and lo and behold, Chargers fans since 2001. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Let's get into it here. How did you feel about your offseason and the draft? Um, let's see. If you don't mind, I'd like to uh, do those two separate. The offseason as far as free agency and acquisitions, I'm pretty happy. We struggled down the stretch last year with linebacker problems, injuries. We gave a decent contract to Perriman this year, which with Perriman in there, man, the charge defense was a, diff- was a different animal. So we gave him a small contract, kind of a prove-it deal because of his injury situation. But we also brought in Thomas Davis, who has been an anchor for the Panthers for a long time. He's a little bit up there in age, but you know what? He's he's an animal, man. And I think he can be a strong leader for our defense. Even if he's not able to play as many snaps as he always has, he'll be a great leader for the guys to show him the right way. And I think it's going to help us on that side of the ball a lot. I was really happy with some of the some of the people we didn't resign. You know, we let go of Jaleel Dye. He did a lot of stuff for us, but he also was a liability in pass coverage. Um, so, And we addressed that in the draft, which, which I was definitely happy about. No, I was just going to say, uh, I was actually going to ask you about that because uh, I'm surprised he hasn't been uh, picked up yet. Uh, uh, I believe he's signed in Houston, if I'm not mistaken. But I think I saw that a couple weeks ago. I, he's, a, he's a good player. He's got heart, man, you know. Uh, but he's just with a liability. It is what it is. And now that we, I truthfully feel we got some good coaching staff in there and they're holding the guys more accountable. You can't let somebody be a liability, man. If you want to win and you want to get better, you got to do what you got to do. Tough choices, you know? Definitely. What about losing uh, Williams? Losing Williams. Uh, it hurts, especially because he wants the Raiders. Yeah, so I was going to say, uh, and one of those in-division rivals. George uh, and I know him well about that one. I, I love Tyrell Williams, man. He was, he, was a, he was a great player for us good attitude stepped in when Allen got hurt two years ago made a lot of great plays for us but he's also kind of a one-trick one-trick guy one-trick pony you know it's a deep threat which I think you know with the Raiders man bringing in Antonio Brown hurts it hurts to see that and hurts to say that but you know I'm excited for him it's a good opportunity for him to make some more money and, and show if he can actually evolve into a, a more dominant player than just kind of a one one-trick guy which is all he really was for us that's all we really needed him for you know <laughs> Uh, well, you think uh, Travis Benjamin is going to take over the reins of the number three? I, I personally see see a lot of our running backs kind of turning into that third receiver kind of guy. Uh, also, Hunter Henry, if he can stay healthy and get back to this form, which he was two years ago, I see him being being a go-to guy. So I, I do see Benjamin getting a little bit more involved, but probably not that much, to be honest with you. Yeah, he only signed a one-year deal, you know, so it's yeah. kind of, for him, for, it's kind of like a prove a deal too, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is still, of course, but he's shown flashes when he's gotten in the game. I mean, he's made a lot of good plays with, with us for as well, especially in the punt return game. I mean, he's made a couple of good you know, plays with that. But yeah, he's he's definitely trying to get himself another payday. And yeah, hey, man, if it works out, if it gives us a really good productive year, good for him. Get a payday next year, man. That's cool. Go get your money, right? 
That's right, man. <laughs> so talk to me about the draft. I know that you and I have spoken privately about your needs and things like that. I am on one side where I think that you should have drafted a wide receiver, but you disagree. I do. I do disagree. You know why? Because I think the Chargers are transitioning, man. Uh, Phil Rivers is 38 years old. You have Melvin Gordon, who is a powerhouse back. You have you know Jackson and Eckler, who also can change the pace and catch out of the backfield. Uh, Rivers throwing a lot of slants and dink and dunks the last couple of years. So I don't think the big play receiver is going to be much of a help anymore. I think it's more so let's keep Rivers upright and let's create some holes. So why did we not go out and get some offensive linemen? I mean, yeah, we drafted so. an offensive lineman in the third round. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I kind of like it because, you know, he, he was dominant, but he was division two. So we don't know, we don't know what it's going to be like in the pros against, against these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like he has potential. It's there. They, they addressed, they drafted one guy and, and he's a good guy in division two. What is he going to do in the pros? Yeah, and everything that, everything that I read from that offensive lineman that you drafted is they were saying that, you know, he had first round potential, but that he had uh, character issues or off field issues. So they drafted him in the third round. I mean, that could be potentially a really good value there. That's oh, how yeah, you build a team in that third round. How do you feel about Stick? You think, you think he's going to be the yeah. next coming? North Dakota. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, pretty, I mean he, he's 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 starting off behind the eight ball here. I mean, he learned behind Wentz, and Wentz is trash. So, you know? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, right, it right. comes I'm out. Oh, it comes you guys out. Are good fans. I had to throw one in there. You guys, I'm just kidding, but no, uh, you know, I, I I mean, I like him. I I, I do. I, I personally like the Tyrod Taylor signing because you know he's he's already solidified in the league. You know, he's shown that he can be reliable. He's not going to go out and be your franchise quarterback, but he's going to be a reliable player. He can sub in for a couple games. And I think that gives Stick the opportunity to sit there, learn the offense, learn from Phillip Rivers, also learn from Tyrod, who's a smart player. You know, he takes care of the ball. He never returns the ball over hardly ever. And in a couple years when Rivers is gone, and you know who knows, he's got potential. He's quick. He can run. He can run. He can move with his feet, you know. So you never know. That's what the league is turning to now. You know, it's not so much the – Philip Rivers staying in the pocket anymore. So you got to be able to get out of the pocket and make plays for feet too. So yeah, as far as the draft, anyways, back to you kind of get on topic, you know, uh, I, I love, I absolutely love the first two rounds. Uh, you know, our biggest, biggest problem, our, our three biggest problems, linebacker, D-line, O-line, in my opinion. That's been the problem in, a, in the trenches, been the problem for us for a couple of years. So they go out and they get, you know, Tillery from Notre Dame. Uh, it's, it's great. If he can stay healthy, you know, he had the shoulder injury. If he can stay healthy, that's going to, that's going to fit right in right in on that D-line, and that D-line is going to be scary. Uh, same thing, you know, in the second round, the safety, you know, we draft Adderley, and, I mean, people were talking about him going to the first round, too. And this is, what, two years in a row. Last year, we get Derwin, 17th overall. We just fell into a pot of gold. And, yeah, it seems you know, like you guys are drafting really, really well nowadays, you know? So I have some good faith in the Chargers, man. I really do. Me, too. I, I do, too, brother. I, I really do. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a fan, so I'm a little bit biased. You know, I'm also a sports fan. So I've always – I've never had a problem admitting our faults. You know, you know me. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty open about it. And if we suck, we suck. It is what it is. I'm not, I'm not trying to be too biased. But we have a lot to a lot to be excited for, man. I'd like to see them make a little bit more moves and, and get some offensive line depth in there. You look, last year the offensive line was great the first 12 weeks. And last, you know, five weeks of the season, you know, Phil Rivers getting hit left and right. You know, no no holes being open. You know, part of that, Gordon got hurt. He had this knee issue, but there was just no holes. I mean, Jackson and Eckler are good, but, you know, they can't do it by himself. 
with that being said, I mean, since you made all these, cha- I'll talk about all these changes that are coming down the pipe. Who's your biggest threat within the division? Oh, it's, it's hands down Chiefs, man. Do you guys make enough moves? Um, I don't know if it's only about the moves we made. It's also about what's going on with them. I mean, their biggest threat is their quarterback's phenomenal. Let's just be real. I mean, they came into, to, I mean, that's just crazy. But, you know, <laughs> they have a lot of issues themselves. You know, what's going, what, what's going on with Tyreek Hill? Who knows? Is he going to play anymore? Probably not. You know, you lose Kareem Hunt. You saw that hurt them in the playoffs last year. They have a lot of changes going on in defense this year. You know, they, they gave up a lot of pieces, but they brought in a lot of pieces. They're changing schemes. They're going from a, a 3-4 to a 4-3. So it really depends on how the defense kind of comes together and see if they can mesh. And if they can, if they can improve that defense, then, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough. I don't know if you guys caught the Chiefs and Chargers games last last year, but the two games, they were, they were tough games. T- they were good games, man. Really good games. Yeah, really good. yeah it was yeah. tight. Hey, man, so, you, guys, you guys got a, a primetime game this year against them, too, on Monday night. That's going to be a hell of a game towards the end of the year. Yeah, that's our home game, but what is it? I think it's in Mexico City. That whole thing when it comes to the uh, elevation, that's yeah. going to be uh, – that's a hard one. I don't care what people say about it, but that definitely is going to mess with people. So, yeah. Sean, what about the Raiders? How do you feel about the Raiders? You know what? I'll be honest. I hate the Raiders. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know what? I, I do believe that the, you know, the signing GM and uh, John Gruden are going to get turned around for this. And I, it, it pains me to say that. But they're they're making some good moves, man. They they got a lot of draft picks. They brought in a lot of talent. You know, they're just kind of sitting around and waiting and trying to build build it. You know, they got they made some good moves on offense. They're gonna have a, a dangerous offense. I think people forget just a couple years ago, Derek Carr was actually a really solid quarterback. He struggled. Okay, so what? Who does who's throwing the ball to? Who's running the ball for them? A thirty three year old Marshawn Lynch? Come on, man. He's got no help. Mm-hmm. Now he's got some help. You know, uh, another year in the system with Gruden, and and I think it's going to be a much improved offense for sure. But I just don't think they did nearly enough on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they're going to just have to try to outscore everybody, just like the Chiefs did last year. And quite frankly, I don't think they're as good as the Chiefs, so it just doesn't make sense to me. And, and you have zero faith in the Broncos? Oh, right, really? Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, because the Broncos have so much talent too, man. I mean, they're you know they Chris Harris are arguably one of the best corners in the league for sure. Uh, Von Miller, probably the best Ed rusher in football outside of maybe Khalil Mack. It, it sucks for them, you know, but they had their years. They, they were good for a few years. They had the stretch, but, it, you know, everybody goes through it, man. It is what it is. They're, they're trying to figure it out. And we've been there, done that. We know how that one goes. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. You know, they, they're they going to just fill in Joe Flacco for, for a, a year or two, which is not bad. I mean, Flacco's a, a decent quarterback, and, They'll be an average team, I think. They won't be horrible, but they definitely won't be dangerous either. You know, they'll be just, I think, middle of the road. Do you guys win the division or not? Uh, I, I do. I do believe so. Yes, sir. What about the Chiefs? I feel like the way, if I'm hearing this right, it's going to be you, Chiefs, Raiders, and then uh, the Donkos at the end. That's that's the way I see the division finishing. Um, I, I honestly see it the same way when last year for us. I mean, Chiefs and Chargers going down down to the last week for for the division. I just think we have a little bit more, a little bit more depth, and we're a little more solidified as far as what we're trying to do already. We don't have as many changes going on, and I think that's going to give us a little bit of an edge this year as compared to last year. The Chiefs have the, the slight edge, you know. Well, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to say that the Super Bowl is going to be the Chargers and the Eagles, and then you and I are going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that, that, that's a bet, bro. That's a bet. You got gotcha. you got a couple people coming up that need uh, to get paid. First, let's talk Melvin Gordon. 
do you believe that he deserves to be at least the top three, the highest ooh, paid? Ooh. Uh, that's tough. Honestly, I don't know about top three. Uh, I really don't. I mean, I think they're, I think he's not, I don't think he's a, a top three running back. Top three is um, roughly top, around thirteen million a year. He should sit in somewhere in the range of around eleven, eleven million a year, somewhere in that range. So top um, five. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it's top, top five. five. Top five. I mean, like probably right around that range, like maybe fifth or sixth highest paid running back. I think that's about where he sits. You know, he he's still 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 young, man, and he's, every year he's gotten better. I I think his his still potential is still still through the roof for the next couple of years. You know, my biggest fear, though, you know this as being my friend, out you know personal friend. You know, the Chargers don't pay anybody, man. And you know, I want to, yeah, with, with you be saying that, I actually want to transfer transition over to Joey Bosa. He's one that even at the beginning of his career, he held out to try and get the most guaranteed money as a rookie. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, how, how, come on, man. How do you forget? It was all over every damn station for, you know, month. <laughs> so we also had a delivery on Bell thing coming up this past year. So, I mean, yeah. everybody wants to get their pay, uh, get their money now. Yeah, so so what do you think he's going to demand on the open market? You think he's going to get that Khalil Mack type of money? Oh, oh yeah. I this is this I honestly envision for him, I really think the Chargers are probably going to franchise tag him once, maybe twice and then he's probably going to go. Uh Damn. just based on like that. Goes. It just kind of seems like it's going to go that route, you know what I mean? Like there's still they still haven't even it's not even been brought up the fact that they want to extend him, the fact that they want to talk about contracts. Like you look at Gordon, right? Melvin Gordon Gordon like as soon as the season ended, I, I think one of the first things that Celeste came out said was priority is Melvin Gordon contract, Philip Rivers contract, acquisitions and draft. But where did he mention Bosa? He didn't. Why? Because it's not a priority right now. Why? I don't know. I mean, the dude is a monster. It, it just kind of seems where it's going, you know, and that's kind of what the Chargers have always done. You look at the past years, they let guys walk away. They don't pay them. And and as a fan, as a Charger fan, and as as being friends with other Charger fans, I mean, that's been a thing we've been talking about for years. Why are we letting guys go on the open market? Why are we not spending free agency money to to get better? Like, it doesn't make sense. We're right there on the cusp. We can we can be a Super Bowl contender. We can win the Super Bowl, but we have to invest in it. If you guys want it, you guys don't want it enough to invest. Then what are you telling the fans? You telling the fans that you don't really want it, and how are we supposed to stick with it? You know. So speaking of fans, right? We as fans are always kind of talking uh, team-friendly contracts. Like, mm-hmm. you, you should take a pay cut in order to play for your team. And that's just not the reality. With Philip Rivers, he's coming up for a contract extension. Have you heard anything? Last I heard, honestly, uh, Rivers came out a couple times and said that he honestly doesn't really mind where he's at contract-wise as far as the amount of money he makes. Um, he's making I mean, he's $23 really million on the cap right now. So, well, I mean, what's what's wrong with that? That's a lot. <laughs> That's a big hit. <laughs> I mean, That's, who who's making that much money less than him? That would be that would be a better fit. All I'm I mean, saying is that he's kind of old. Is all I'm saying. Okay, you, and I agree. So I'm not saying to go out and sign him for a fucking four more years. I would have liked to see them give him maybe a, one more year added on to the year he's making this year. And you know, at the end of that season, then you know maybe it's time to move on. Or like you said, take a take a team friendly deal. Maybe put put a little bit more on the signing bonus and a little bit less on your yearly salary, something like that. But the reality the situation is, we know that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's getting old, but the production's still there. You can't, you can't, you can't argue, argue that. that. You can't, you can't argue that. Production's still there. They won twelve games last year. They got to the playoffs. They won a game in the playoffs. It's not like he's not slinging the rock pretty well. Still, so, I mean, yeah, is he as good as he was seven, eight years ago? No, of course not. I mean, I mean, nobody is. Look at Tom Brady. 
in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won, but everybody's saying, man, this this guy doesn't look the same. He's winning, but look at look at the way he's throwing the ball. It, it, it happens, man. You, you don't stay young forever. Definitely. Is <laughs> that is the truth. I would like to see them put Rivers on a short term, not necessarily full team friendly, but not over the top like we're going to just spend a bunch of money on him. Somewhere in the middle, like still top 10 paid, but not quite top five. I think Phil Rivers is a, is a great leader, a great quarterback, but I don't think he's a top five quarterback in the, in the NFL anymore. There was a point in time where I think it was arguable. Maybe that's me being a charge down bias, but the numbers are there to prove it. Production-wise, win-wise, what he's done for the Chargers, what he's still doing for the Chargers, I don't think it's arguable that he should be in the top 10, especially pay-wise. It doesn't make sense to me how he couldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, since you were talking about age old when it comes to throwing the rock, Mention the draft, who you guys brought in, who your current receivers are, backs are. What about a dream trade? I kind of mentioned earlier when it came to um, if you thought that you had made enough moves to take over the division. Say you didn't. Who would you want to bring in and who would you want to kick out? How about a short term and then a long term? Like, you know, you got this guy who's meh, we can make a trade for this. And then long term, like you mentioned, Bosa. Would you want to try and trade big now for a couple of smaller pieces to help you guys in the end? Personally, yes. I mean, I, I really I really like Joey Bosa, but I would definitely love to trade him for a couple of pieces that would probably stay around more long term. Or picks. Or picks. I mean, more picks, especially the way we've been drafted. Absolutely. You could pull a Raider. Raider move. Your hey. BFFs. <laughs> hey, I, think, I mean, yeah, they gave up to little Mac, but I mean, I, I think in the long run, it's going to be good for them. I really do. Anybody, anybody in the league that you feel is undervalued that you think you can just straight steal from anyone? Are we talking like any position? Are we talking about skill position? Are we Anything that you think of need that you've been yeah. looking at and you're like, damn, if he was on my team, he would just kill it. Uh, I would I would love for the Chargers to go out and pick up Patrick Peterson right now, to be honest. With you. Oh, yeah, that's a good this one. This has been saying that. George has been saying that for a minute for us. I mean, Cardinals are at the bottom of the barrel. They're going to be there for a while, you know, uh, and you just got this PED problem, which, I mean, I don't. I don't think this is Patrick Peterson. I think, yeah, he made a, maybe he made a mistake, but he's been a pretty stand-up guy, pretty straightforward guy his whole time in the league, and he's a phenomenal talent in backfield, man. And I, I just think that would solidify our secondary even more, and we could probably get him for not too much right now, especially with all the stuff going on around him. I would give up a fourth or a third right now for him. Oh, easy. I would give up a third easy for sure. No problem. Nothing higher than that, though. No way. No, no, no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like a, I would, I would consider maybe like a third, a third, and even maybe like a fifth or a swap of fifths, like move them up in the draft or something like that. But yeah, nothing more than that, especially, especially because we don't know how that's going to start out with the PDs and everything. But I think that's you can get good value, and it's somebody that would definitely come in, solidify your secondary, and he's the kind of guy that would fit in with the Chargers. Like he holds his team accountable. You see him on the field; he gets mad at his teammates. He's like, hey, you know, trying to put them in their place and. But not like not in a way where he's being, being disrespectful, but he's trying to say, hey, like this is what we need to be doing. And I think that that'll go along with what the Chargers have been doing the last couple of years as far as, you know, the coaches holding players more accountable. And you just you look at a guy like Adrian Phillips. George, you mentioned this to me not too long ago about possibly trading Phillips to the Eagles or whatever the case is not. That dude is so valuable because he's accountable and the coaches know how to utilize him. And I think bringing a guy like Peterson over would be phenomenal for the Chargers. I offered Sean a trade, right? We were like just – talking hypothetically i was like hey adrian phillips i don't think you guys are using him that much how about we trade adrian phillips for nelson aguilar and, they, <laughs> that, way, and that way they have their third wide receiver dude 
<laughs> I already we already talked about that in another podcast on that side note. Make sure you guys check that out who are listening. But Aguilar's gonna have a career year. Watch. I like it. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Straight up trade man to man. Who who would you want to have done? That's toughy, I know. That's oh man, you're throwing you're throwing a curveball at me because I'm just like thinking of where would I want an immediate upgrade that I think would carry us over the top? And you mentioned line, offensive line, tackles, guards, D line, edge rusher. Uh, yeah, I would like. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take the left tackle from the Cowboys. What's his name? Tyron Smith. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I'll take him. Okun. He's not terrible. Isn't he? He's a right better. Right? He's a better right tackle. And, How about uh, this? Jason Peters for. First of all, first of all, Jason Peters is past his prime. Boy's still good. Come on, give him his due. <laughs> hey man, I gotta step in here on that one. Peter, dude, yeah, it, it, one year and he's done, bro. He, he's not coming back after next year. We no. already drafted his replacement. You can't can't put that one on the table, bro. <laughs> you no, can't do that. I just thought I could him <laughs> off or something. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would like honestly, if if you guys would say you know one one straight cross move, I would like uh, one of two things. I would like a top three left tackle, so someone like Tyron Smith. And move over Okun to the right side because our right side is horrible. Or I would uh, bring somebody like a, a phenomenal a, a defensive playmaker, somebody like in the middle of the field, a great middle linebacker, someone like Luke Cheekley, who's probably not going to stay in Carolina much longer. And I think he's, I think he doesn't get enough credit for how good he's been for them for the last five years, you know. And that will solidify the middle of our field. We need a captain, somebody that can stay on the field, somebody that can quarterback the defense and immediately make an impact on the whole defense. If you're t- you're talking like, do I want to get a younger quarterback? Okay, yeah. Do, would I would I be okay with swapping Rivers for somebody who's younger and almost as good or maybe better? Well, yeah, of course. But we're talking realistic. Somebody that's available on the market. Somebody that I'd want to definitely go out and pursue. Yeah, definitely somebody like Peterson, Keekley, a standout stud left tackle. That, were that's you, what I. Were I, you were you sad that you guys didn't even like attempt to get Rosen? I have mixed emotions about Rosen. I think he has the the tangibles. I just don't know if he has the the brain. Everyone says that he has the brain, but just not the like you said, Lloyd, the heart. I, did you watch him though? Did you watch the Cardinals last year? I mean, <laughs> dude, that okay. that offensive line would anybody be able to throw? It's not okay. It's it's not it's not the plays where I watch him and you know he's getting pressure, or it's not the plays that I watch him and you know maybe he just has a bad throw or it's stale on him or whatever. Those things he'll learn by being on the field with it in the NFL. It's the inability to go through his progressions at all, even on the times he has time. It's just, I mean, maybe maybe he'll learn it. He he's got the rest of the skill set, but I just there was no point in time where like I was just like even for one quarter of football where I was like, oh my god, he's gonna. He has potential this round to be really good. It was just like uh, he just doesn't look good at all. Yeah, I feel you there. I kind of had the same feel watching him play. But then again, I watched him at UCLA. I was never on the bandwagon when it came to him going in. I He's just too cocky for me. I've never been a, a fan in any regard. But, Sean, I got two last questions for you, brother, before we end the, the segment for today. First one, record. What's your record going to be? Oh, this year, I for sure see us being 11-5. Uh, and five. Chiefs. 10-6. and six. Dang, you guys, you're going lower this year. All right, all right. I just think, like I said, with with all the changes, it's going to be a little bit difficult for them. I think they're gonna they're gonna struggle in the division a little bit. My hope, based off of what I what I seen last year and what I hope we can turn on the tables this year, I think we'll I think we'll do well in the division, which will help us carry over to win the division, and, and it will hurt the Chiefs a little bit. You know, they pretty much have owned owned us for like the last seven years. Uh, we finally got over the hump and we beat them last year, and I think that's going to kind of get that off our backs and, and help us this year. 
Okay. Last question. How do you feel about the Chargers leaving San Diego? Honestly, like uh, I, it didn't really bother me as much as it bothered everybody else. Um, I guess really because I don't, I don't really have ties to San Diego. But you know, I went out to San Diego a lot of times uh, for games, for practices, tailgating, and I honestly always got the feeling that they didn't have very much support out there. People say, "Oh yeah, we love our Chargers," or they used to say, "We love our Chargers, San Diego Super Chargers, blah blah." blah. But well, where's the love? Where are you guys at? You know, I love being in San Diego. Uh, me personally, like I go, yeah, I go out there to spend time, family, vacation. We go to SeaWorld, we go to the San Diego Zoo, we do stuff like that. And I, I love being in that area. And there was no, even before, there was just no Chargers support, man. Like, where, where is the support? Where's the love? At some point, the team's got to make a decision, and and they did. And am I really happy they're here in LA? Probably not. But it doesn't hurt me that they left San Diego. You got to follow, try to move around and follow where you're going to get the support. They're not getting it here either. So obviously, that was. I don't fault them for at least attempting to make a change. I got gotcha. you. Hey, but on a personal note, I will say this. Hey, when we played you guys a couple years ago, that was a lovely home game, I will have yeah. to say. <laughs> every, every, every Charger game is an away game, bro, even their home games. That sucks, every man. Every single one, bro. It's that, always like that. Well, Sean, I do want to thank you coming on, being a part of the round table. Any other, yeah. qu- any other comments, concerns you want to bring up on your end? No nah, man, I'm excited that you guys brought me in. I'm excited to see uh, see the season play out and see how this goes for you guys. I'm glad to see you guys got it up and running. And if you guys uh, want to bring me back, I'll be more than happy to come back and talk sports. I love sports, not just football. You know, I talk hockey like you already heard a little bit, and <laughs> you know, I'll talk basketball, whatever. Man, I love sports, and uh, you know, go Chargers. And I'd love to see an Eagles and Chargers Super Bowl so we can be there. That would be. We better save up about fifteen thousand dollars to go to the game. Ain't that oh, the truth? That's that's all right. That's hey, whatever credit put on credit. <laughs> but uh, you know, just do me a favor. I need you guys to do me a favor. Just just whatever you do, do not let the Cowboys win the division this year. No, don't don't worry about that. We'll handle that. Uh, I, can, I can never forgive you guys if it happens. <laughs> we want to have a repeat of last year. All right. On that note, folks, thank you all for listening. We are signing off. Be sure to tune in the next time. Have a good one.